Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for checking into today's edition of the Gripe Session Podcast. Now, one of the things that I've been kind of talking about on almost verbatim here on this podcast has been about professional photography. And I was having a conversation with somebody earlier in the week, and it actually spurred this podcast. So let's get right into it. It's Gripe Session time with your host, George Wanaka. It's about nothing. Discussing everything from real estate, current events, a little bit of everything, and the annoying little things that just tick you off. You can't handle the truth. What? 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 You didn't know. Here's your host, George Wanaka. But I call somebody. Hey, what's going on, everybody? So. I wanted to talk a little bit today about the whole professional photography in this podcast. Now, why do I want to do that? Well, it's really simple. A lot of you that have watched this podcast on YouTube or listened to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, quite frankly, or any other place where you listen to podcasts, has heard me talk about my issues with professional photography, right? One of the main issues that I always have with professional photography, or in my opinion, is that not every house should be professionally shot as a photography. Now, what exactly do I mean by that? Well, depending on the property's price point, in my opinion, that there are some properties that should be done and there's some properties that shouldn't be done. Now, part of the reason behind that is obviously a lot of the, on the lower price point scale, most people want to see what they're going to see when they're working in for the very first time. Now, what does that mean? Well, when you're going to go have a house professionally shot, what you're going to do is you're going to stage the house. You're going to have it look this way. You're going to have it look that way. Now, I just recently brought out a buyer last week, coincidentally, that that buyer actually made the comment to me that, oh my God, this is nothing like the pictures that were taken. The pictures made it seem bigger. The pictures made it seem larger. The pictures made it seem like it didn't need this amount of work to them. Because in some cases, it was touched up. Now, I'm going to get critics on both sides of this. Some people are like, well, your job is to get people in the house, George. No, it's not. Well, it is, but it's not. My job is to try to get people in the house and buy the house. If I make something look like it doesn't appear in real life, all I just did was waste a client's time as well as an agent's time. So I don't necessarily believe in that. Now let's also you know, talk about the second part of the problem. One of the things in this industry that we complain about all the time is about the term professional, right? Now, I have a real big problem with the term being used as professional photography. Now, why do I have that problem? It's very, very simple. While many of the people that go out and do this photography have very good eyes, very good editing skills, just like the people that are going to edit this video before it comes out, when they make me look halfway decent, they've got great editing skills, let's be honest. But the fact remains is, what makes them professional. Did they go to school for photography? Did they get a degree in photography? Better yet, are they licensed to practice photography? No. 
So I asked the question again to my colleagues, what makes them professional? What makes us professional as real estate agents is we take a course, we get a license, we join in a professional organization. That makes us professionals. What, what's the difference between me, who is licensed to go out, buy a camera like I'm shooting on this right now, and labeling myself a professional? What's the difference? So you see, ladies and gentlemen, anyone can label themselves a professional. No different in our industry, in the real estate industry. People can label themselves a professional. People can say award-winning real estate agent, multi-million dollar sales producer, top producer, etc., etc. But you see, the proof is always in the pudding because your job as an agent is to get the property sold. Now use the photos and say, look at the kind of thing that I present. Oh my God, how nice it is. I have for professional photography done. No, it's to come up with an exact marketing plan that will put this property in the best light to receive offers and get agents excited about showing the property. You've heard about my, if you haven't heard my thing about the Sitsa Burnett case in regards to what I felt it has to do with the industry, go make sure you go check that out. But we continue to use the term professional around our industry, but we use the term haphazardly when it comes to certain things where nobody has an answer for. So if you have an answer to that question or that quandary, then do me a favor. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop me a comment below because I'd be very curious as to your opinion as to what I'm talking about when we talk about professional photography. But with that being said, a lot of my colleagues like to use that professional photography and market that. Well, my question is this. We now have the ability with technology to use other avenues for buyers and sellers, such as what? Well, how many listings do you see out there that actually have a floor plan of that property? Now, people will say, well, you know, I would have to hire somebody to do that. No, you don't. You're able to use this information that is on your phone. There's plenty of apps. If you want to, if you're curious about one, do me a favor, reach out to me, send me a DM. I'll tell you all of it because that'll make you more professional with your license and with the associations that you're a member of. Okay. So there are ways, ladies and gentlemen, to do this, but I am not calling it professional photography anymore. I'm just going to label it point blank photography because what makes them professional? What makes them more professional than you or I? Why are we putting people on the same levels as us, as colleagues, when we have to do more and get licensed to say the other thing? I can go out and just start taking pictures and call myself a professional. Is that, pro better yet, is that professional in the first right? Where's my schooling? Let's be clear. If anybody goes out there and, and is took photography in school, do you really think that those people that did this and got a bachelor's degree or a college degree in photography, do you really think they're out there taking photos of houses every week? I don't think so. So with that being said, let me know what you thought about today's podcast. We definitely have some really good stuff coming up very, very soon. For those of you that have watched recently the podcast of Club Shay Shay with Cat Williams, well, we got something real similar coming up. We're actually going to be partnering with another local podcast and we're going to kind of cross promote. For those of you that have followed the Gripe Session podcast from the very beginning, the next podcast that I do with 
with the Too Many Topics podcast, it might be a return to our roots. Now, some of you are going to know exactly what that means, and some of you that do know what that means should probably be very, very scared, because 2024 is when the truth comes out. People should be afraid. That being said, I hope you are having a great day. I want to thank you for watching. I want to thank you for subscribing. I want to hopefully have you do me a favor, follow me on the social medias if you haven't already. They're over here on the side. So make sure you can follow me, send me a DM if you have any questions. If you want to hear me do a certain topic, then ask me to call it out too. We've got a couple of guests we're trying to line up come moving forward. And we're definitely trying to get more content out to you. So make sure you're following us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc., etc. Make sure you're following the YouTube channel as well. And don't forget, do something nice for somebody you wouldn't normally do. And we'll see you on the next edition of The Gripe Session. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Gripe Session. Please follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram.